Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Signs of the soul. And before we explore this topic, signs of the soul, we'll say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey, Lucis Trust sponsors the show, and Alice Bailey wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show, the following thought is also from the works of Alice Bowling. When one is no longer deluded by appearance, he discovers his soul, the product of the union of his Father in Heaven with the mother or material nature, the personality. He then, having discovered the personality, discovers the quality of his own soul life and the purpose for which he has appeared. How does the quality of the soul life manifest itself? Perhaps we could say very slowly and in incremental stages. The opening thought, I think, um, suggests this, that the realization of the self, capital S, of who we really are, happens um, incrementally with the expansion of consciousness and the realization that we are a personality isn't the same as realizing that we are the undying one, the soul. The personality is that aspect of ourselves which tells us that we are distinct, separate from all others, unique, apart, uh, in the case of some of us, extraordinary and outstanding and uh, totally unlike everybody else. It's that that consciousness of being an I, a me, as distinct from all the other yous and theys. And this is a necessary stage. We have to know who we are as individuals before we can know who we are as the soul. But the realization of the soul is uh, in the opposite direction from the tendency of the personality to think of itself as unique and separate. The whole thrust of the soul is towards union with the whole, and there are a number of qualities that express the 
the nature of the soul, the consciousness of the soul that are interesting to consider. One of them is the quality of inclusiveness. In fact, Alice Bailey said that inclusiveness is the outstanding characteristic of the soul. It's the force, she said, that's present in every person, a kind of a forward-pressing urge towards greater inclusiveness, towards an increasing capacity to include. And to me that it suggests that every time you make an effort to include the viewpoint or to imagine or try to understand the viewpoint or the experience of another individual, particularly if it's something that feels totally alien to your own experience and understanding, you're making an effort toward inclusiveness. Yes, and it's one of those very subtle um, characteristics and qualities of the soul that uh, we don't normally think perhaps that it is a soul impulse, but as you say, the the soul comes through in increments, and uh, these are the signs that we can point to, or that one can point to, that the soul is beginning to work through its uh, personality nature, through you, the personality. And uh, inclusiveness is one of those um, one of those qualities. And uh, I think, excuse me, one um, uh, inclusiveness usually it comes out first in terms, as you as you mentioned, towards including another person or another thing more in your your line of sight and your line of concern. So it's a very personal inclusiveness at the physical level. And it, it uh, gradually grows to, and becomes more universal with time. Yes, another word, I suppose, for that universality is the sense of synthesis. The soul is that awareness of life and the world as a whole, as a unity, and uh, as a, a web of relationships, we could say. And the quality of inclusiveness, I think, is an approach towards that a sense of synthesis that really lies behind all the varied outer uh, differentiated manifestations that we see in the world. Another quality or sign of the soul, uh, an unfailing indication of the soul, is love. But we could say intelligent love, not stupid love. Thereby, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're taking you, you goldfish out of the bowl to kiss it. That's not intelligent love. <laughs> no, that's a little bit uh, on the sentimental side. <laughs> a lot of us love stupidly. I mean, it's very human to be stupid when we love, and it's how we learn. Personal love, the kind of love that. Um, uh, gets too involved with people on a personal level and uh, that is too um, uh, separative and narrow in its focus is the love that the personality summons up, but it's often a love that's self-serving. In other words, it's um, a kind of a mixture of love and the desire to be loved back. That's not the love of the soul. No, and self-pity is also in that category too self-pity has to give place to a more compassionate uh, interest in others and so uh, that's when love is turned upside down and turned inward onto the little self then it becomes self-centered and self-pity and that's really the opposite of the kind of love we're talking about here because love is is it's the universal love of, of 
well, ultimately, it's the universal love of God, and it's the love is a great law that of the universe, in fact, and that the whole planet is governed by this law of love, and in fact, I guess the um, extend it beyond that to the solar system and beyond, because it's one of those great laws that governs the planets in their orbits. Well, yes. Um in the Ageless Wisdom, love is said to provide the attractive force that holds the universe together. The love of God is what holds the entire universe and everything that lives within it in a coherent whole. And it's responsible because of that for all relationships. So, obviously, the Ageless Wisdom views love in a very different way than the personality sees it as a preferential relationship for the favored few. Love in the spiritual sense is absolutely universal and without preference and um, all-inclusive and utterly enfolding. That's quite a different understanding of love than we have, but I think it's one of those qualities we approach through experience and through incremental stages of opening our consciousness and our heart to more and more of the whole. Yes, the uh, in fact one of the the mottos of our one of our activities of World Goodwill is goodwill is love in action, and uh, it is just that because uh, goodwill goodwill is a lower reflection of love. It's it's the human interpretation of love. It's about the best that we can interpret it now, and so uh, that's why uh, building relationships based on goodwill is so important because it is moving in the direction of the greater love of God. Another quality of the soul that I think is especially beautiful is joy. Joy is a special wisdom, Alice Bailey wrote. It's it's completely separate from what the personality knows as happiness and the counterpart of happiness, sadness. Joy is as if it's a separate current that is flowing in the same stream as happiness and sadness, but it's a current that runs deep down toward the floor of the stream bed so that it's undisturbed by anything that's happening on the surface of um, the of life, whether that's happiness or sadness. Joy is undisturbed and um, permanent, we could say, the joy of the soul. In a in a way, I think joy could be said to be the sound of evolution because there's something very expectant or forward-moving about the sense of joy. I think it's a, a kind of a hunch that tomorrow will be better, that the future is going to be better than the past, that life is moving towards something better that all of our experiences are preparing us for a realization that's going to be um, more positive than what we have known before. I think all of those are expressions of this inexplicable joy that one can feel even in the midst of the the worst of times. Yes, joy, of course, is not... The joy of the soul is not quite... not the same as happiness. Uh, There is a differentiation there. Happiness has more to do with the emotional nature of the personality and joy as more of the soul and joy comes 
from selfless service or serving without concern for reward or uh, for accolades of any kind, uh, just knowing that a service has been done gives one that sense of joy and uh, that, that's something that maybe we haven't experienced too much because we're still rather self-centered and we're still pursuing this happiness you know in this country the pursuit of happiness is written into our our declaration, very declaration. Mm-hmm. and uh, I, I often thought that maybe that should now be changed to the pursuit of joy and that might lift our <laughs> focus a little bit off the emotional uh, pursuit but um, perhaps we're not ready for that I don't know I think one can know something of joy when they uh, do something very beneficial to someone or to some group without any recognition at all like you said without any acclaim or attention or gratitude and the next time you have that opportunity, think about how it makes you feel, how quietly joyful to be able to help in a way that brings mm-hmm. nothing for yourself, but that you can see uplifted someone else. That's an expression of joy. Another reason that I think it doesn't um, have its ups and downs like personality happiness is that joy is the expression of the soul which knows that life is eternal, that there is no ending to life, there are disruptions of the form of the outer shell on every level of life, but the the indwelling spirit is eternal, and joy is, I think, the awareness that life simply is, and nothing mm-hmm. can take it or impede it. So that's why it says also um, to uh, work not for joy, but towards it, mm-hmm. work towards joy and that will carry one towards the soul. And again, that's that forward-looking future orientation. Don't be so focused on the immediate present, and for heaven's sakes, don't keep your eyes on the past. Remember in the Bible, Lot's wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. Nothing is so deadening to joy as constantly looking back on past sorrows and grievances. Look to the future and believe that it's going to be better. That's joy. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Signs of the Soul. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and and that's the Alice Belly book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Belly, with some very illuminating insights into the nature of the soul. So, once again, it's a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, special in the sense that the um, shipping and handling is for free. Uh, So, I especially like Ponder on this as a compilation because it's the second book that I read of the Alice Valley books. And first I started out with the uh, the autobiography of Alice Valley and then following that with uh, Ponder on this. Ponder on this is terrific because uh, all the topics are abridged, and of course you've got these uh, 24 volumes. But with Ponder on, the, on this, you can read uh, an abridged version, and um, and that helps you as a student of Alice Bailey to create an order of priority as to which topics you'd like to approach first in the uh, larger volumes, and you can uh, make your list of topics one after the other. So once again, it's available for $19. Send a check or money order to. 
Lucis Publishing Company, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And just write a little note saying that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. All of our InnerSight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. Uh, on the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, and so you can see in advance what next Sunday is program will be. If you have to contact us for any reason, if you'd like a general package of information on Lucis Trust, what what is Lucis Trust all about, uh, uh, give us a call. We'll be happy to send out that general package of information for you, free of charge, of course. Give us a call at 1-866-695-8247. That's a toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-N- Y Lucis. Think of one eight six six New York Lucis. Uh, <clears throat> once again, we're doing the signs of the soul, and from what I'm understanding, Sarandale, is that uh, you've mentioned all of the soul qualities. Meaning to me, it means that uh, if we can incorporate all these qualities into our personality, that we'll be more in sync uh, with the soul, and therefore it can maybe manifest within us. Uh, uh, more profoundly, and uh, that's the way I'm interpreting mm-hmm. it anyway. And also what I'm thinking, too, is that last quality of the soul, joy. I'm thinking to myself uh, about the quality of joy, and I feel so often with myself that I'll feel joy, and then circumstances arise, and I lose that joy. So with the soul, with the person who's on the road to being in sync with the soul, does he constantly remain joyful no matter what no. adversity he's facing? No, I think all of these qualities are momentary happenings for most of us, and uh, a lot of the life is lived on the level of of the personality which is oriented in a totally different direction. But what I hope as a result of this program will happen is that people will see they are in fact the soul and those around them are also. Because as they learn to recognize these qualities, inclusiveness, love, joy are just a few. We have many more to mention. They will see that, in fact, they are the soul, and those around them are too. They are not yet perfected beings, probably, but the soul is expressing its presence when we see these these indications of it. I think a lot of people don't really know what we mean by the soul. They don't know what to look for, what, what would make a person expressive of the soul, and that's what we're trying to convey. Yes, I think that's that's very important because we're not really taught that much about the soul. No. I mean, when you know, there's this talk when you die, your soul goes to heaven, or whoever it is goes to heaven. But <clears throat> there's not much more than that. There's not too much identification of what this being is that that goes to heaven or that. Uh, it presides in this physical body, or the, even that there is this being presiding in this physical body, and that—that's what we're trying to get across here. Because there's a a real you, and then there is this outer shell, this outer personality that is a reflection of the real you. 
And I think it's very, very important to try to differentiate these two, uh, this duality. Well, the Eastern um, uh, wisdom refers to the personality as the not-self. Yeah. And the soul is the self, the, often spelled mm. with a capital S, the real you. But yet, like you say, so many of us mistake the not-self, the person that we present to the world and that we habitually uh, think of as our, our particular nature, is not really our soul. The soul is consciousness. You could say it's awareness. And there is a whole realm of awareness or of consciousness that makes up our real being, but which we bring through into our waking lower mind only occasionally. That's why meditation is such an important practice, because that opens up uh, alignment with the higher self and with that level of consciousness that is uh, the view of the soul. We think we have a particular view of the world, let's say, but we probably don't realize that our soul might have a much different view and that much of our life is lived in conflict and in friction with uh, the values of the soul, who is our real self. That's why we experience guilt and uh, friction and unhappiness and struggle and strife because we are busily uh, running against um, the intention of the soul, which is to love and serve, pure and simple. Right, and that's that's another indication. The the, the problems that people are having in life, the conflict you you mentioned, and that friction, <coughs> is, as I think we've mentioned before, is very evidence of the presence of the soul, mm-hmm. because you have the friction because that soul is is quietly impressing its energies upon this outer personal self and suddenly you're you're beginning to see an alternative and it, it, it creates a a uh, a kind of friction and irritation there that somehow you're not reaching what you're hoping to achieve and so there is always a striving towards something which is just a little beyond you can't quite reach it and that's the soul reaching out Another expression of the soul that I think we would all understand is responsibility. In fact, it's said that responsibility is the first real indication of the soul. The sense of responsibility, of obligation, of uh, the need to show up and be counted. Earlier, uh, Robert, you and I were talking about a very well-known person who shall be nameless, whose life as a personality has been harshly judged on the um, world scene and for good reason this person has made many mistakes and uh, and um, probably at times embarrassed himself in ways that we can't fathom but as we were talking about him I was saying how much I admire him and how much good he's done in the world not only on a public level but on a private level and I think the point of bringing this up is that if we look for perfection in ourselves or in those around us we're going to think no one is the soul. But if we look for these qualities and recognize them demonstrating through very fallible people, we can see that they are, in fact, the soul in process of becoming. And it won't necessarily be the people we like the most. It might be people who are, to our personality, rather alien or um, uh, unlikable. And yet, if we look for these qualities 
of responsibility, joy, love. Sacrifice is another. Wisdom is yet another. We will see that uh, people who are not necessarily so pleasing to our personalities are, in fact, expressing the soul, sometimes beautifully. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned responsibility. That's literally the ability to respond. And not everybody responds with great ability. <clears throat> they, <laughs> in other words, uh, I think this is this is coming much more prevalent in the world today. People are responding more and more. They have that capacity to respond uh, to uh, to tragedy, and they respond to need other ne needs of other people outside of themselves. And uh, that's a very encouraging sign and this one of the very strong signs of the soul working out through us and mm -hmm. through you and through humanity I think it's being fostered by the marvelous um, communications network that's been set up throughout the planet we are now so much more aware of each other and so um, informed about life on the other side of the world that no one can say today about some event in say Darfur I didn't know. If they don't know, it's because their head is totally buried in the sand. And this uh, breeds uh, responsibility, the desire to do something, to help in some way. It's uh, one of the very positive aspects of life today. And it's, it brings in the whole group nature of the soul, because the, the soul being group consciousness. Mm -hmm. it is, the soul is group conscious, and this is a rather new concept, I think, to most people. And it's it's difficult to kind of get, a, get your mind around this idea of group consciousness, but that's what the soul is. And it is re being reflected in this whole uh, response to the world need out there. Another expression of the soul mm -hmm. that uh, people might not have thought of is inner calm. And interestingly, in my own experience, at the very worst moments of my life, I have felt a strange calmness that probably many of us are familiar with, where things seem really bad on the outer level, and in fact are bad. And yet I can remember this um, remarkable calm that descends. I think many people might know what I mean. That is the presence of the soul, which dwells ever in the light of the eternal and knows that, uh, well, to use a very hackneyed phrase, this too shall pass. The sense of time, I don't think, is so vital to the soul, do you? No, it, it's because it exists on that uh, plane beyond time, actually, the, the soul on its own plane, so it doesn't think of time in the same way that we do. And it can bear the burdens of life knowing that uh, life never ends. And there is, um, it'll be that way throughout eternity. Please take advantage of our special offer from Luce's Publishing Company. And that's the Alice Belly book, Ponder on This, a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Belly, uh, with some very illuminating insights into the nature of the soul. Um, uh, it's a bridge, or so many topics are a bridge, and it'll give you a chance to develop an order of priority as to which topics you'd like to approach first in the larger volumes. It's available for $19. Uh, the special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. 
So what you need to do, if you want ponder on this, is send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's $19 check or money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to <coughs> Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, oh, oh.